toast to Ben that we're drinking puff beer. <laughs> Ten barrel. Classic. Alright. That's something. Let's start this out right. Yeah. Um, let's, yeah. Get uh, we got the pre roll. Got a little pre roll here. Fuck uh, yeah. Okay, so. I've been holding in this story for so goddamn long. So cheers. Thank you for doing this. Yeah. This is fun. Thanks for having me, man. Oh, dude, like you said, we're definitely doing way more of these for sure. Um, yeah. My whole point with this was like getting fucked up with friends. It's, Pretty much the ammo. But, and like as it expands, you know how like things pivot? Sure. So I was like, oh yeah, of course it'll pivot. But I was like, let's just let's just start with that. And then let's just start doing it. I think it's funny because like some of the best conversations I've had or some of the more meaningful conversations I've had in life have been either with friends at bars or or honestly strangers at bars. Well like, yeah. That's where I want to go with this. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Like, originally, I didn't know how to start. Let's just start just doing this. And then it will lead where it goes, you know? Yeah. So, like, there are obviously some podcasts that are very meaningful. Then there's obviously podcasts that are very funny. I was like, I just want to start. And then, like, we'll see where, like... Let's see if you can bring this to, like, drunk history meets podcasting. Yes. <laughs> I would, I, I would fucking love that. Uh, That's one of the best. But yeah, 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 <laughs> bro. Can't tell you enough how much like the whole point. Well, I don't know. There's not really a point. <laughs> I just had this idea in my head for like two years, and I'm obviously not the first. I don't want to claim to be like, like a, not. Inventing the wheel. Right. I was like, dude, we just, we do this all the time. We get drunk, we have fun. And I was <laughs> like, why the fuck am I not taking advantage with some sort of eyeballs on this shit? Because this is dope. Right? Yeah, I've been hearing about you talk about it, and I'm excited to see you finally start it and do it. And to, to be on it, because... I don't know. I like to talk. So, <laughs> dude, 100%. anytime we might have free free space to do that, I'm happy. Yeah. Oh, so uh, what I was saying earlier was, uh, yeah, hundred percent. Like you can do more of these because what I wanted to start with was friends. So that means I have to cycle. Like I'm gonna have to do like my best friends and then cycle them. Like so, you get like three, four, five, six, and then. Hopefully the goal is to like blow up because like I'm not podcasting for no reason. But yeah. But then like I'm still just wanna I still wanna just get my friends on. Like so I was like kind of So how many people have you had on them? I don't really wanna uh I don't wanna make you feel bad about <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm I'm insulted. (laughs) I knew that this would come up. (laughs) 
And I wanted you to be first, but then I just like I got no, really, I, I don't want really to be drunk. first, you know. I, I got really drunk, and I. <laughs> Bro, dude, I will tell you this. I don't think I'm talking about this. That I've actually tried this podcast two other times. So the first time was with Ian. Put it out. Did this gold. We had content to like. It was so good. We yeah. had a really good conversation. My camera died. It literally not even just like died for the night. It was dead. It was a brick. So I uh, like I was like, is it is let me just charge it again. Let me put it See, I battery. heard about this. No, it was fucking dead. Like I had to I had to buy a new camera. See, I heard about this, but, but I'm like, was the conversation really good, or did you guys think it was really good? Now we'll never know. Now one will know. Now we'll never know, so of course it's the best that's ever happened. No, it was way better than anything. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing will ever top that conversation. No one will ever top the conversation that we had. But it broke the camera. <laughs> so The that, conversation broke the camera. Yeah. No, so one of the things I learned, I was like, okay, so they overheat, but cameras are supposed to shut down, like, if it overheats, it's supposed to shut down, so that way, like, when it cools, then it's it a pre-gun from over... Right. Yeah. For some reason, I, I don't really know, but it didn't, so my <laughs> camera literally died, so then I put a new battery, all the shit, nope, nothing, it's dead. And then the second one... So this is one of my procrastination uh, excuses. <laughs> okay. I'm like, okay, so, well, I'll try again on my podcast. I really want to do it. Me and Emma did it, and I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Classic job. literally sitting where you are. I was so drunk. And then Emma gets a phone call, and so she's talking to Hannah. She's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I was like, Hannah. And then I, I lay down, and I have, I still, I actually have the video footage of this, and I like lay down on that couch. I was like, yeah, well, just, and like, that was it. Isn't it crazy all the friendships that uh, have come out of one place? Like, Rudy's, like, and I'm sure every kind of, you know, like, a homestead or a tavern. I'm sure everyone has like their own little communities, but I I just find it crazy. Um, okay, name them. Like I can name at least ten people that I've met through these. Totally. Um, you go first. Okay, yeah, I can start. I'll go. RC, Hanis, mm-hmm. um, Ian, you, Ivy. Yeah. Um, that's five. Uh, and not just people I know. These are all people I've hung out with outside. But like, you would have never met through them. Totally. Uh, Hannah, um, Chase, uh, not Chase, uh, Craig, uh, Craig, who works with Dick Scott. And did, Eric, you know, uh, and did you know Todd before, Rudy? I've known Todd. So I've known Todd since home, since uh, before I started going to Rudy's. Was um, he Homestead? Yeah, I, I knew Todd from that's Homestead. That's another thing. Like, that's... Like and I guess I really knew you Ian were, from Homestead. Yeah, if you were to expand that circle just slightly, Homestead and Rudy's. If you were to take both of those, I know most of the people I know in life from those, those two places. In yeah, 
fucking Well, fun. Ian and I first met at Homestead, and yeah. then so um, we were sitting at Rudy's. I was by myself. He was by himself. We were probably like, yeah. He's like by the computer. I'm at the end by the, you know, wherever you put your drinks up that are ready. And uh, you put them by the computer. Yeah, Ivy, Ivy was like, um, hey, you should sit by Tyler. You know, he's yeah. cool. And I was like, whatever, you know. Uh. And uh, that's how he and I really started hanging out. And then you got you, you and Ian met. Uh, what a spiral you guys uh, went on for a couple months, by the uh, way. That was you two both single. Terrible combination. Oh, I'm yeah. not going to say too much. I don't want Ian too mad at me, but. Uh, Oh no. <laughs> and I love you, but we're going to rip No, dude. I will say so one of one of my best work relationships is me and Ian. And, <laughs> and when we first started hanging out, it was everyone thinks Ian is gay and everyone thinks I'm gay. So it's like, it's like this thing about... Oh, yeah, I could see so, back yeah. then, yeah. Oh, dude, this a year and a half ago. Oh, yeah, I This know. is this thing. So it was like, hey, bud. So everyone's like, bro, dude, you just need to accept that you're getting... I'm like, I, I like, <laughs> like, obviously this has been happening my whole life. <laughs> I give off gay vibes, right? So then Ian comes along, who also gives off gay vibes. <laughs> Sorry, Ian. <laughs> you guys are hanging out daily. So, dude, I, I kid you not, when I first was like, I think you're my homie, I was like, this is not going to be good for the consensus of people. And I'm like, yeah, like, you're cool. We're kind of homies. I'm like, bro, we're going to get a lot of shit the first time we hang out. Yeah. Russell, what? <laughs> Are you serious? There you go. Good Jesus job. Christ. Oh, yeah. So anyway, so the first time that we hung out, I was like, I literally was hesitant because I was like, dude, I'm going to get shit about hanging out with Ian because I did. I See, I hardly that. remember this era. So this is two years ago. And I was like, I don't want to get made fun of because, of course, they're going to give me shit about hanging out with Ian because they're going to be like, God damn it. Damn it. And then we... Yeah, and then we started hanging out. I'm like, hey, like, and then he is my homie. <laughs> is but that why you started hitting the weights and getting all big and masculine? Yeah. <laughs> well, and also when I started fucking him, <laughs> it was weird at first. No. I mean, it's weird. Like, uh, I mean, Ian, myself. I mean, I've dated people from Rudy's as well. Like, but it really. Hey. You know, it's 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 interesting. It's dude, it's a weird fucking little uh, what do they call that? Uh, water cooler or like a what do they call that? Like a watering hole. Yeah, it's definitely watering. It's, hole. it's a weird watering hole where uh -huh. people that do not do not belong together find themselves together. 
Because, like, in normal situations, like, if you were water cooler talk in the office, for example, say, for example, you're a Fortune 500 company, you're meeting at the water cooler, everyone knows, sure, we're Fortune 500, but at Rudy's, it's way different. There is someone like you, and there's someone like Todd, there's someone like me. Like, we are vastly different people. Oh, totally. And so, the water cooler talk is drastically different than some, like, company or whatever, you know? Yeah, it, it brings, like, the collective of people that would never meet in normal circumstances. Is what I'm saying. I would totally agree, and, you know, it's funny when, you know, real estate's changed a lot since I first got in it, but when I first got in real estate, you know, the the formula was, and a lot of coaches still coach real estate yeah. this way, is um, to, you know, buy as many phone numbers as you can, yeah. and to call as many people as you can, yeah. or to buy as many leads as you can who are have reached out to Zillow or someone like that and, sure. and to work that side of it. But like to think then what I know now, but to think about like how much business you can generate by going to a local watering hole and just um, being someone people want to be friends with yeah. um, is way more effective. And it's people don't think about it. You know, they they're, they like to associate people who go to happy hours or, or meet up with with friends as just like alcoholics. Right. But um, there's a shit ton of business that gets sold yeah. from three to five at Ruby's. And not to uh, shit on alcoholics. <laughs> because. <laughs> no, it's. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, no, dude, for sure. It, it's just a reality. And, and, you know, I think a lot of people already in sales know that. But, dude, the one thing I've learned from you, now, like getting out of the gate, I, I have learned to take my craft eat into the bars. And I've never done that before in my life. And then, um, Getting into uh, photos, I was like, fuck, well, this is going to be annoying. Like, I'm going to sit in my office and edit photos. But when I first started, I did uh, real estate photos. So I was, like, literally taking pictures of houses. No one's there. And then I go into my office. No one's there. And I feel reclusive. So, like, one of the best things that I learned from you was, was just like, dude, why don't you just, like, you just go yeah. some other people. You still do your shit. Dude, this is way better. Dude, I got I got Noah on board. David, I got David. David is a recluse. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, dude, I like this. And I actually yeah. I think it's I think it's more uh, um COVID. I think COVID helped everyone realize. Yeah. Let's go try some shit out. And well, and I think, you know, it doesn't matter what industry you're in or, or what business you're trying to be in. If you're an entrepreneur and you're, you're at the grassroots or you're trying to grow your business, um, the most important thing is to meet people. Like, people are 
um, your customers, yeah. you know, or your referral centers. And if you look at all the, this marketing or advertising, all it's doing is putting your face in front of people, right? Yeah. And so, you know, biggest thing that I've learned and what I, I coach to, you know, the people I mentor is that, hey, you know, if you don't want to spend a lot of money, then you need to go to places that are low cost where you're going to see a lot of people. Yeah. So happy hours are perfect for that. You can sit there, have three, four drinks. You don't even have to drink. You can just so have whatever. Good. But now you are by other people and you're growing your database. And, yeah. and if you look at that, you know, that's, that's the currency we're looking for is people. Dude, that's the thing that, uh, to like taking off all of that today. So I had a photo shoot with Todd, who you, yeah, family, who I met at the bar. Like, yep. Obviously, speaking of, like, if, if we could, if anything could, uh, advertise about the, the, uh, props of networking, it's that. Because I was like, I met Todd at my bar. He hired me. I'm now doing his photo shoots. And then when I went to do his photo shoots, I, I got there a little early. And then I met this girl. She's like hanging out with her kids. And I had a really nice photo of them. I'm like, dude, your kids are dope. So now I met a person. So now it's one. Then me and Todd do a photo shoot. And now Todd's kids want to tell their friends. Yeah, now that's three. And then we we were shooting on the green belt and this girl walks along and she has this dog and it's cute as fuck. And I'm like, can I please take your picture? Like it's, it's cute as fuck. <laughs> Dope. Like this this little dog is so cute. And then she's like, hey, can I like, give you my like information? And now all of a sudden, dude, I'm getting paid and I have met probably six people. It's like now, I like, think it's crazy, and I have, like, I've literally started to understand this from the people that go to bars. Because, well, like you know, talk for example, it's like you could have put an ad on Facebook or Instagram, and, and I think social media is uber powerful. Yeah, sure. but not in the regards of paying for ads. Yeah, I if, at some point in your business, it's worth it, but starting out, it's not. But the power of like not having to pay three, four hundred dollars to acquire this customer or someone you've met. Yeah. And Todd's gonna refer someone like him is going to refer you at a better level than some yeah. than the customer you paid to acquire. Yeah. You know, like he already knows you. Now he has good experience with you. So now he'll refer you even more. And yeah. people like that are so loyal. Yeah. And, um, I mean, when you're starting out, that's what you want to do, you yeah. know? Multiply those experiences. The multiplying. We call them multipliers. <laughs> multiplying is a thing that uh, sounds aggressive. To someone who's not a mathematician over here, but it's yeah really good. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> I mean, you know, not not to get into the weeds of it, but oh, like, no, we're getting a little. I I you know, <laughs> I know people who call them multipliers. I call them my A list. You know, they're they're you know, <laughs> I just call them my bitches. It 
and and it's easy. <laughs> my bitches, my bitches can be paid. <laughs> well, we could definitely talk about that. I'm uh, I uh, I've been known to uh, work that angle quite a bit. I love that angle. <laughs> Man, it's people want to be around <laughs> good-looking people is what I tend to notice, dude. That's it's a really interesting thing about uh, I was so I've been hanging out with this girl and uh, without naming names, I was just like, "Oh, what's so nice for you? You're so good-looking, like." Dude, people like good-looking people. You know, I think about this a lot, and it's like, people like good-looking people. I, I, I definitely think we're more prone to look at a good-looking person versus a like, not good-looking person. As society. Yeah, yeah. Totally. But I, yeah. I also think what good-looking people have that I guess naturally comes with it is confidence. That is... You know, those two things combined is everything. And, and I guess the point I'm trying to make there is confidence is something people seek out. You know, they they want to be around a confident person. Okay, so that I'm going to ask you something after we take this shot. Okay. <laughs> you ready? Let's do it. You know, <laughs> rumplements. I've, I've had a couple. Um... And, you know, after about five, I hit the asshole level, so... I'm excited for this. This may turn into uh, talking shit with friends. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's literally this. Dude, All right, cheers. Thank you for doing this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> Bro. This is really... This. <laughs> Every time I sit in this shit, I'm like, this is really good practice. I'm probably going to do this at like 100 episodes. I'm like, it's really good practice. <laughs> well, what's good is you can just clip out the awkward parts or whatever parts, you know? And it's weird because I've noticed, because I spend way too much time on TikTok. <laughs> Dude, this is what I want to make TikToks of. Yeah. What I notice is the best. um TikTok podcasts or channels you see, it's actually really hard to find the full lengths of their sit-downs because they just clip out all the best parts from the conversation yeah. and throw it on their channel. Well, I want to do, like, I want to do outtakes and the best parts. Yeah. So I want to do, like, both. So I want to do, like, the best parts, like, the funny clips, like, those slap moments. You know, like... So yeah. you and I are talking for, say, two hours, right? Say we do two hours. We're going to get three TikToks, four TikToks, five, you know, like five, like, slap numbers, like those gold moments. And then you do the outtakes. Well, that's another fucking five. Oh, dude, and in this microwave society, I don't know about you. I, Joe Rogan, my favorite podcast. I don't sit down and watch or listen to the whole thing anymore. I look, I scoured on YouTube or TikTok for the best parts of his interviews, and that's what I watch. Because no one has the time or patience. Really, patience. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that's why TikTok exists. 
that is like literally mm-hmm. why TikTok has ruled the world because it like it figured out a way to take fifteen seconds and take the gold of fifteen seconds. I think people think. I could be dead wrong on this, but I think people think social media has hardwired our brains that way. Whereas I think our brains are wired that way. Like, oh. I think we've always been wired for the short-term gain uh, over the long-term return. You are a... So, I know you hate this guy, but you, that is a Gary V statement. <laughs> that, like, dude, Gary V says we aren't, like... Like, social media is not ruining us. It's just finding what people like. It is actually what people want. Like, and you find, like, this is why social media exists, is because of humans are the Oh, bro. We're, oh, we're just getting started. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, I can hit most of this. You're... No, 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 You're no, a little no, no. more ahead than I am. Oh, no, I'm definitely down to smoke. This is the first time that I've smoked, bro. I've never smoked weed in my life. <laughs> I was thinking about you. you know, my <laughs> my uh, cousin was in town, and she... You might actually be really interested in this, but she's... Uh, She's a, a psychologist, so counselor, right? Yeah. And uh, people go to her with problems and whatnot. Yeah. But she's uh, she's been traveling all over the country and world um, to study the effects that Molly and mushrooms and psychedelics have in treatment. And uh, it's really cool work they're doing. And I think it's... It just speaks to how uh, much this country's come along the way, you know. Wow. <laughs> if I... Uh... <laughs> Maybe we should put you as the test subject. I would love that. So, if, if for example, I uh, stop talking and get silent like a motherfucker... You know it's because of the weed. And then we could advertise. <laughs> we could advertise that guy like, dude, you could get Josh to fuck up. Like, just shut the fuck up. So <laughs> that would be good. No, I would never shut the fuck up. I will always talk. Dude. <laughs> Another time, I guess. You know, uh, Elon Musk smoked a joint on Joe Rogan's podcast, and then Mike Tyson. I watched him on a podcast just pull out a Ziploc baggie and inhale some mushies. Bro, he's another guy who talks about hear? mushrooms a lot. My craziest story. So. Um, not my crazy story. It's not crazy. Is but, this your story from last night? No, but I haven't told it. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go into it. Then we'll go. Okay, so first off, I 
didn't realize that, uh, I'm just going to tell last night. So last night, so I, I blacked out. So I, uh, <coughs> me and my buddy Cameron are doing a podcast. So like you were Cameron and it's in your Josh. <laughs> No, I'm <laughs> definitely not Josh. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> yes. Dude, this is wild. I This is one of the craziest stories I've ever had. It's very strange. Ever since I pulled up here, like, uh... I've been describing this you're, story. You've been... You've been, I know. You've, you've been sitting on the edge of your seat about this. I didn't want to tell you until this moment. Uh, you're not wrong. Okay. It's now just, I'm on the edge of my seat. Like, coming you'll, closer. Coming closer. Ooh, no. <laughs> if I get any closer, we'll have to crop the screen here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, here we go. Dude, okay, so... Bro, it's it's fucking nuts. Okay, so Cameron and I do a podcast. Um, what I like about this podcast, uh, like we go this way, we go this way. I'm like, I never know you, you. So this is one of my hardest thing about podcasting. I don't understand how to like meet the middle. So in this moment, me and Cameron did two hours. Like, podcasts, just going, fun, having a good time. I don't remember leaving the podcast. So, <laughs> what I do remember, which is all I like about this podcast. Like, I, I, like I want to get, like, drunk and have fun or whatever. So, I don't remember leaving the podcast. And then I was like, oh, fuck. So, when I came to, there was three other people. I know one of them. So my buddy Javi is there. And then there's this girl and this other guy. So all of a sudden, I like come to and I feel like, oh shit. Well, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, <laughs> have you ever felt that? Oh, ever? totally. Okay. So look, I'm just like, Oh my god, like, yeah, like, and then I just start, like, you want to, like, you want to make sure that everyone knows that you didn't black out. <laughs> that is one of the first things that you want to know. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, so, yeah, 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 you, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that was, like, one of the first things that I felt. It's like, god damn it, fuck, I'm really, really fucked up. So then... I was like, okay, well, yeah, we'll, like, continue, which, so I've looked back over, like, the podcast of me and Cameron have, fucking gold. It's really good. <laughs> so then, we continue in the night, and, um, this, this is the thing I really wanted to tell you about. Or, uh, fuck. So, uh, Cameron's friends came over, and then I was like, well, shit, I'm drunk. I'm completely, royally drunk. And 
those three more people. So I was like, hey guys, we just finished the podcast. This is really fun. We partied. There's some cocaine. I would never recommend that to anyone in my entire life, except for me. I like cocaine. So, continued. I said that for like, if there are six year olds, do not do cocaine. <laughs> but I liked it. Or do. Yeah, I actually do it. It's way better than not cocaine. So, I did some cocaine. <laughs> Dude. Um, these guys came over with Cinda. So, uh, it's this guy, Tan. Anyways. Yeah, this guy, Tanner. Yeah, wordy. This guy, Tanner, and his ex-girlfriend. Bro. The point is, I was sitting downstairs, and I heard this moaning upstairs, and I thought it was sex. I was like, oh, they're having sex upstairs. I will just go check on them. No, they are not having sex upstairs. He was eating. Did you go check on them? Is that how you knew they were having sex? No, they're not having sex. You didn't check on them, bro. I did check on them. Wait, hang on. Before you get into that, were you just like, hey, these people are having sex upstairs? They're not having sex. But you thought they were. I did. So then was your thought process like, I'm going to go up there and watch them have sex? Is that why you checked in on them? Yes. That is what I was That is not a normal thing, by the way. That is not a normal thing. Bullshit. That is a job. That is what I think about. (laughs) Anyways, sorry. So you're upstairs. What I would like to do. You want to see them have sex, but what's going on? So, let's back up. That Personally, normal. I would like to go watch them have sex. That is exactly how my brain works. Holy shit! Josh is like, okay, so, I think so, these people are banging upstairs in my bedroom. So I'm going to go walk upstairs what I would like and to see do. if they're having sex. But instead, you find them... I would have preferred that. <laughs> Dude, that is a very fucking <laughs> Yeah, I would have preferred to go to that. What I walked in on instead is a lot of blood. Bro, I'm not kidding. Like, a, was a, lot like of... a vaginal blood? Or... No. Like, <coughs> this dude is biting her face off. Like, biting chunks out of her neck. And there is blood everywhere. And I'm not kidding. And it's fucking wild. That was last night. And so then I was like, you need to go. And then I was like, I don't understand what's happening. That reminds me of that drug that was in like Florida where they were like. uh... Yep. It sounds like Florida. It literally sounds like Florida. Dude, my entire life last night sounded like Florida. Oh, my God. How did you overcome that? Like, what was your... Bro. Like, uh... Yep. Dude, I don't know. I don't know. And so, I... I literally was like, dude, you need to go. Well, then, I wasn't sure if she was beating him or he was biting. So, I didn't know. 
But he had like blood all over his face, and I was like, "You need to go outside." Excuse me, sir. I'm not kidding. Like, I'm not making this up. I like to make stories. This is fucking. I'm hoping the cops don't show up right now. No. Here's the thing. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna air this podcast for like. No, but that's uh, (laughs) a. That's a. Wow. And you know, I don't even know. Like, wild. As some, that was a story that I wanted to tell you. And, and you don't even know how it finished? No, I mean, dude. You, well, did they left? Did they, did no, they leave? On separate. So I pushed him out. So first off, so I was like, dude, you need to go. But it, I didn't know uh, what the fuck was going on with him. So I pushed him out. I was like, listen, get outside my house. Get out there. But I, I didn't know. I thought she was beating him up at first. I thought she was like so oh, you go she, back and you see her yeah so i walked upstairs and i went into the dude this is literally my roommate's room which i i owe her so much because i she put up with all this bullshit but so like they were in the fucking uh, uh the the little bathroom upstairs right by my roommate's room i'm not dude this is not a, like i'm not joking <laughs> this is bonkers it's so wild and so then i went upstairs once so when i opened the room there's blood everywhere and then i like came out. <laughs> i was like dude you gotta go and then i didn't even even if he was the victim i was so like you gotta go outside but then i went back upstairs and i looked at her and she had like these dude like her entire neck was like bit off not bit off but like like bruised and like you know that he just took a chunk and i was like what the fuck so then i like went back i was like bro go like get the fuck out of here and he's like hey can i come back in i'm so sorry like she keeps hitting me as he's bleeding out of his mouth it's nuts i can't believe this shit He's like, dude, have you talked? She keeps hitting me. And I was like, dude, you look bloody in the mouth. Have and you talked to him or no, no, since? No, since last night. Wow, now. we're going to need an update on this, aren't we? No, I will, uh, I'll tell you what, what he said to me was today. He goes, he goes, um, hey, sorry. <laughs> what did you say? Hey. I'm sorry about yesterday. Mother's Day weekend is always super busy. What? <laughs> I don't even know how to interpret that. Do you? Yeah. It was a weird fucking night. <laughs> oh my god. I hope the camera sees the confusion in my face right now. Classic podcast. Dude, that's <laughs> insane. Yeah. That was the thing that I wanted to tell you on there, because it's fucking nuts. I, um... Yeah, it was, it was a wild fucking night. That shit. You know, I've described a lot of nights in my life as a wild night. You know, like, wow. That was a wild night. Yeah. Never has that been... <laughs> Part of it, though, you know. Maybe I'm not living life right. Now, dude, you don't. You definitely don't want that shit. 
Wow. <laughs> Anyways, well, so you wake up and you just recover and you're like, all right, new day. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, dude, that was the hard part about today because, um, like, I was supposed to shoot uh, Todd at nine and then luckily, like, earlier yesterday, he was like, hey, can we do 12? I was like, yes, please. Well, it was way better. Yeah. Like, because I don't want to get up that early. So then, uh, yeah, I'll wake up at about 10. It's like, oh, wow. You got, you've gone pretty quick, though, because, like, how long is the photo shoot taking you now? Oh, normally about an hour. Like, yeah, that's, I, I always, uh, I think, like, an hour and a half. Like, if I were to go and do it, like, an hour and a half, you know, it's always less, but I can try to. Uh, schedule like an hour and a half again. Dude, yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. I it I mean it's good that you aren't like terribly busy that you could like if he you know was It's way better. Yeah. Bro. I don't think I don't think I can be terribly busy. I'm not a person that can handle <laughs> What do you, dude, why, I'm, why do you think it. that is? Dude, I don't think that I'm that, like, the type A, oh, dude, I'm not Why kidding. do you think it's, like, type A, though? Oh, I don't even know. What I'm saying to you is, this, literally a stone part of me is, I'm like, I cannot handle that amount of business. I have to, like, my personality is, like, can we just do, like, two of these a week that's that's the type of person that i am like yeah but like you don't think i mean obviously you still bartend on the side right now or you bartend on the main right now yeah i bartend on the main so but do you bro can i not wait okay hang on hang on so you were Three days a week, and granted, a lot of hours on that. So let's say, you know, Saturday and Sunday, you just treat like a normal weekend. But do you not think that, like, you could, if you could shoot four sessions on a Monday, Tuesday, then you could outsource the editing? Are you asking me a question, or are you giving me advice? (laughs) I think it's definitely a leading question. <laughs> Can we just like lock this in <laughs> and formulate a plan? God damn it. Okay, so what I'm saying is. Can you tell me what you were saying? <laughs> uh, yeah, hit pause, rewind a minute and a half, and then. No, uh. Yeah, here's the thing. Well, and it's just something I, I, I wanted uh, to talk about is the mindset of a lot of folks. Okay. Here's something that I brought up with um, someone else when I was a little bit more sober. But something I've been thinking about a lot. Do you burn the ships or do you keep the backer plan? And there is multiple philosophies about this. So, like, there are some people that are hardcore, hardcore burn the ships. Like, get rid of every fucking 
Like, there's no backup plans. Like, get rid of all of it and let's go. And then there are other people that say, no, it's good to have just even successful people go like, yeah, yeah, you want to like chase your dreams, but you want to have this thing. And I have been leaning towards the right. But then I think, what if I'm just kidding myself and I should have burned the ships the whole time? And I don't know what the fuck is happening. So that's like, that's one of the things I struggle with in the business mindset. Like, should I have just done the whole thing the whole time? Or should I like lean back and ease into it? I don't know. I think if you don't have some sort of goal associated with it. I have the goal with everything. Well, so now I'm now do you not, but, but you don't have a time frame on the goal. I would have to if I burn the ships. Totally. I would not have to have a time frame if I don't burn the ships and I just enjoy Well, you have to visualize. Everyone has to visualize. Okay. What's the big picture in and what do I want in five years? Yeah. What are the roadblocks I'm going to hit along that time frame? You know, what, what, are, what things are going to block me from getting to this vision in five years, right? And, and what people always say, it's kind of the, the natural thing is like, I don't have the time or, you know, I can't do it all by myself. Yeah. And it just hinders their ability, you know, like to not leverage early enough in a business is basically like not betting on yourself. Yeah. You know, and in I see it in my industry a lot. You see in a lot of industries, especially the food industry, like, yeah. Um, you know, you have these mom-pop owners who don't want to leverage their employees. They're doing everything themselves. Yeah, but that's like the, that's the difference between someone who is, uh, like, I have to do everything myself and someone who learns how to delegate. So it's the difference between a small, small business and a big business. No, it's not. It's different in the mindset on how you approach the business, right? That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, small businesses always do... do. Oh, they always... Okay, okay sorry, yeah. sorry. Let me ask this. What I'm saying is, I'm asking you, uh, word, like, small businesses do it all themselves. And the reason that they stay small is because they do it all themselves. And there are people that are like, I need to, like, I need to handle this. And big businesses, like, every fucking big business has figured out a way to be like, you should handle this and you should handle this. And the reason that I'm still fucking in the shadows and my dad was in the shadows and their dad was in the shadows because we thought we could do it all themselves. That's what I'm asking. I feel like the problem that people have and kind of like maybe you might be having is, or anyone has, is like, your your problem is that you aren't booked out, right? But you view the problem, or someone views the problem as, I don't have the time to edit all those shoots. Yeah, That's not the problem. Because as long as you can sell enough jobs for enough money, then you can hire someone to make sure it's getting done. Yeah. Right? And so... If you don't, if you view that as the problem, you're never going to grow because you don't view the problem as I don't have enough customers, Yeah, you know, 
your problem should always be I don't have enough customers. Because as long as you're growing your database and growing your customer base, you can leverage that out. And I think to, to kind of my point or what I'm thinking is like no one is irreplaceable, including myself. Right, like as long as you're bringing in the business, that would that's what makes you irreplaceable. Yeah. As far as any other job in any other business, well, yeah, to think I'm the absolute best networker in the world is ridiculous. To think you're yeah. the absolute best editor in the world, you know. I am the best. In the fucking world. But, you know, it's like... Dude, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're not kidding. Yeah. And then I... The, the problem is, is you're not getting enough customers because you can always, always find people to edit photos for you. A struggling photographer. Hey, can you edit these photos for me? If you get them done for me tonight, I'll give you 150 bucks. That's what I learned from that girl that uh, she was taking pictures for beers in Boise. And she was just like, yeah, we send all of our edits over... To sing it I would world. say any like, ph- yeah. they edit our shit. Like we're not. I would say any I photographer that. that has doing a big amount of business. Well, especially is, in those kind of photos, like it's just like it's it's a lot of tedious fucking mm-hmm. work. There's no like you just copy and paste, create it, but it takes an hour and a half to do. And you're like, beep, 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 beep. Yeah, your job is like grow the business annoying. and to shoot the photos. That's the art. The art is in the shot. Also, like, also, I just, yeah, it's like, I want to, yeah, dude. Bigger picture is way better than smaller picture. But I think that applies to, like, a lot of industries. It's small work, I think, another problem. Yes. Dude, I mean, it's crazy, exactly like, what it, Businesses spend so much money to acquire a customer because at the end of the day, it's having the customer. That's the most important part of any business. That's why any anyone who's like, I'm our most important quality is customer service runs a really good business. And I don't know. I feel like we're all competing with Amazon these days. Well, yeah, because that and one of the best things that Amazon ever did was outdo everything we ever did. So the reason why they won was customer service, mm-hmm. uh, like delivering quicker than everyone, uh, like the the whole no return, uh, the 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 whole like gambit with like when you send something back and you're like, oh, I gotta pay for shipping. Amazon's just like fuck it. I know if you want to get rid of it, send it back. We'll we'll that we'll thing take care alone of you. Sold me on Amazon. We'll take care of you. That was the thing that won me over. Fred Meyer's like that. No, everything is hard except for Amazon. That's why yeah. I buy from Amazon? I have like B and H photo. I want to do private. I want to do all these things. You know the reason I buy from Amazon is because they're like you don't like it. Throw it on back, and there's no hassle. I'm just like, well, it's insane. Like, fuck, dude. I know we've changed our real estate process because of it. Like, you know, you order something on Amazon. They're like, you you placed your order. 
Your order's been shit. Your order has arrived. Here's a guide on how to set up what you just bought, right? And so, you know, we have to be like, okay, you offer accepted. Here's the next step. Here's the next step. And it's like, but it's, and, and it's what has probably made them a billion dollar company. Oh, this is the reason why I get fucking Amazon. It's because of all of that. It's, Costco, any of these places that people are loyal to lead in customer service. Like Dude, the, the biggest thing that like when you told me about uh the go giver is exactly the same shit. Right. Amazon built their back on like customer service. Like, dude, why don't we just like make sure the people that buy our shit are happy? Dude, and it's a concept that Amazon figured out. And like, speed is everything yeah. these days. Like, do you want to send it back? Do you not like it? Let me get you something else you'd like. That that concept is everything I like about Amazon. Speed is everything. All people care about is how quick anything, like, the most microwave society in the world has to be the United States of America. Currently. Right now. All right, we're we're approaching asshole levels. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you knew we'd be here. Muscle, Jesus Christ! Oh, dude, have you ever seen a cat drool? I haven't. Um, you know, so Russell rules. He's like. He's purring, dripping. If you'd asked me six months ago, it's six months, maybe eight months ago. It's how you want to rumple. The answer would have been hard fucking no. And now, but now I get rumple blackout, rumple drunk, rumple asshole. Where are you on the Rumble Tyler level? We're at a good level. Dude. We're at a good level, man. I like... Dude, that's the thing about Rumble. Well, it's not just Rumble, but... There's something about Rumble. Like, I'm just like, dude... I like the drum that I am. I feel good about it. Yeah. I feel like it makes me ignorantly brave. (laughs) And... (laughs) Ignorantly brave. That's and uh, uh, the spending goes up. The online shopping goes up. <laughs> How many drunk purchases have you made lately? Like, I I feel I'm not a drunk person. Uh, oh, you're not. You you don't. I don't purchase things drunk. Is what I'm saying. Okay. I uh, I definitely just like jerk off and fall asleep. <laughs> There is zero purchases. I purchase all my things sober. <laughs> I do a lot of drunk uh, Amazon <laughs> shopping. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Bro, what, what are you buying? He thinks that's not like good ideas, you know? What? Like what? Tell me the last thing you bought. I would say half Go. my camping last gear thing. came from. No, 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 no. But the last, last thing I bought, exact, drunk shopping. Exact last thing. Uh, 
Uh, I think I ordered a couple bracelets. I'm going to get your history. <laughs> Look at it. Well, I was like, the last thing I ordered, I did sober, and that was weed eater trim. I'll see that, so I should be really nice. <laughs> yeah, that's a very adult, you know, we're, I'm an adult Dude, that's now. the thing. Yeah. Dude, half of the shit that I buy is, like, laundry detergent. <laughs> you, like, get these things, and then you also get these other things, you're like, oh, no, I hope no one ever sees that. Well, see, I, I fall into the shopping traps. Like, I'm a, I'm a name <laughs> brand guy. Don't know why. Um, like, if there's a deal for Tide, or I'm a Tide guy like that, you know? I'm a name brand guy. Yeah. Um, so I fall victim to a lot of that stuff. I, you know, it's funny. I'm a salesman. I sell, I sell a, a service for a living, right? I would say I am the most easily sold person in the world. No one listened to that, but... Tyler, can I tell you about something that I really, really believe in? Yes. Yeah. Dude, okay. You want to hear another weird thing? I hope he's not listening. When I was taking pictures of Todd, he loves to make fun of like uh the the way that he talks to me the way that he talks to his daughter all goddamn night we'll have to clip this out which daughter was in town both <laughs> but remind me her name um no dude all i'm saying yeah both I, i'm fuck. i don't know i don't know we're what? gonna clip this little section out. Thirty <laughs> seconds gone. <laughs> Dude, all I'm saying is, Todd is so <laughs> so funny. But like, so I go, uh, I just hang out, and he's like, "Hey, man, hey, bro, let's get a rumble." And he gives me a rumble. I'm like, "Yeah, hey." It's like, stop flirting with my daughter, but also. His daughter is, anyways. Yeah, really, it really flirty, attractive, and flirty. Yeah, pretty flirty. So then she starts, yeah, yeah, all of that stuff. How was Big Todd as a client? You know, he's like a father to me. No idea, dude. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's older than my parents. Mm-hmm. Russell. 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 Psst. Psst. That's... Russell. Russell. <laughs> Russell. How, how do you manage that line of, like, professional and uh, being who you are as a man and the urges you have? In the type of shoots that you do, Josh. Like, how... How do you manage? Okay, so the thing that I, uh... This is a really good... Uh, Especially, like, in this culture. Dude, it is a really good, uh... It was a really good... I guess, contemplative moment. But, dude, it is... 
it's wild. I I did the same thing that I was doing earlier, and then you know, like how, like it's, it's so strange. So I've had I've had probably three people say, "Hey, excuse me, how do you navigate this culture?" Because this shit is like like the culture of me, like everything, totally very different, right? So I have I thought that it would be really different, different at all. Well, but like I do think you know the difference between like Bador and and I know nothing by the way, but uh, these these shoots are. I mean, you aren't coursing your clients to do that, <laughs> right? Like, you know, you're not like, you're, you're going to fucking do this shoot, suck my dick, or you're not going to fucking, you know, like, you're, yeah, you know. Oh, <laughs> my God. Or maybe you are. I'll <laughs> <laughs> let you guys be the judge of that. There you go. It looks like a guilty face. <laughs> Ready? Wait, you have to touch them. You never answered the question. What's the question? <laughs> Um, I forgot. <laughs> Damn it! No, tell me, cause um, don't forget. It was how do you uh, how do you be professional with your clients while still shooting them? You know, fully naked and okay, yeah, not Dude. naked, but naked. No. Dude, it's a, it's been a wild question. From, uh, probably from the start, because, like, when you you're just like, oh, no. And then everyone, everyone's like, yeah, like, well, we want to take some pictures of girls with their clothes off. And then, um, I don't know, it's like, I don't know if there's a rhyme or reason, but you just figure out how to, like, like, okay, so I should probably, like, not do this or that. And that's the thing that most photographers have to figure out. Like, I should probably not do that or that. Yeah. I was, that's probably. That's going over there. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, that's gold. <laughs> Classic. 
Bro, how bright is this? This feels really bright. That's the thing that... This room's bright. I feel like I did acclimate it to acclimate to yeah. the degree. Okay, yeah. Okay, so listen to me now. This is how we started. Like this. But it is bright as fuck. Like it's like it is really bright. Well and I, I definitely feel like I've hit the pretty good intoxication level. <laughs> and so now I'm noticing uh, things in a different light now. Bro, how good was that that I let you sit around and <laughs> dude, it's bright as fuck, dude. It's so fucking bright. And this is the thing that I have to figure out. I think I started to figure out how to, like, look at the camera at certain points. I have to figure out how to, um, actually figure out how to do this. Because there is definitely a motherfucker of cameras. I think you need... That's what I did. So, So, like, that one goes to me. I think the minimum setup is three cameras. Yeah. Is that how you're feeling? Yeah, that no, what you're thinking? that's that's my next level. So you get like a broad point and yeah, then two so face that's broad. Points. Okay, you so. know what I feel like? I feel like what would really make it better all the way around, and I see a lot of them do it. Is it? It's three people. No, well, dude, I don't want the racing person all the way. Keep going. Yeah, be, uh, well, but it just like it makes sex yeah. better, makes conversations better. It's always better. I, but I think it, like, helps keep a conversation Dude. flowing, Bro. you know? Do you know what's funny? I mean, I'm in. I'm not. Uh, uh, one of my friends, she goes, I want to be on your podcast, but I don't want to be by myself. Can I bring a friend? And it, and then she's like, I might bring. And I was like, you should, oh, my this God. Is, this is next podcast idea. Yeah, or next Bro, couple so podcasts that it, it's so easy. Hey, hey you, so, you, me, it. No, that's so that's fucking dangerous. That that's what will make it good, dude. That's what will make dude, it good. No, Maybe no. lined up in all of us Bro, partying we, afterwards. We will be break an it. argument. We will fucking break it. No, it's I think not good. we have to do it. <laughs> I would call you. We have to make it happen. <laughs> Because it will Bro. be non-stop content, no. dude. It's not good. Non-stop content. Bro, it's not good. That's great. <laughs> that's gold. I feel like when people say that's not good, I'm like, that's the, that's the choice right there. That's the decision we're running with. Oh, my God. No's make me want to do stuff even more. <laughs> Bro, okay. Can we end this and yeah. just okay? This is fantastic. Yeah, I love you. I love you too. Yeah. We're gonna end with a rumble, and we're gonna shut this fucking shit off. This is what happens. See, Josh just got a highlight. Josh, I'm talking to you right now, personally. Let's you go. just got a highlight. No, I want you to watch this later. You just got a highlight of what happens when you spend an early day with Big Todd. I spend a lot of early days with Big Todd. Wait, and I get 
way too drunk by like three o'clock because Big Todd and his rumble. And Big Todd can see the fart alley. That's my personal message to you. Are you ready? No, I'm not ready. <laughs> I am not ready, actually. Oof. Yeah. Five, four, three, two, one, launch. Oh. Oh. We did it. Nobody.